there, Trinity family and friends. This is Eric Kapoor, and this is our daily meditation, our second one in a series of regular meditations on 1 Peter. We are doing this to provide encouragement and hope in this time of pandemic and all the various trials it has brought into our world and into our lives. This letter, written by the Apostle Peter, is an amazing resource for this time because from start to finish, it's a letter all about finding hope in various trials and in all kinds of suffering. Today, I'll offer a short meditation on 1 Peter 1, 1 and 2. Now, let me read those to start. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those chosen, living as exiles dispersed abroad in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, to be obedient and to be sprinkled with the blood of Jesus Christ. May grace and peace be multiplied to you. With everything happening in our world during this time of pandemic and lockdown, one of the main questions I believe is surfacing in our hearts is the question of identity. It's definitely surfacing for me. The question of who am I? With my life upended, with my job affected or cut back or lost, with many of my connections severed, at least physical connections, with so much I look to to define myself that is lost or changed, who am I? I think a lot of us are asking that question. And Peter begins his letter by offering hope to those who are struggling like this. Whenever you begin an email or a letter, you identify who you're writing to, right? You say, Dear Eric, or you use a title, Dear Pastor, uh, to my wife, uh, to whom it may concern, or whatever. And that's how New Testament letters usually begin. And that's how Peter begins this letter. He says, here's who I'm writing to, to those chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. He's saying all who believe in Jesus have this identity, this name. You are chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Now there is certainly a lot of theological mystery here to chew on. But Peter did not write this for people to debate, uh, debate theology or to parse out the details of God's sovereignty and human freedom and choice. He wrote this to people who, in their suffering, were wondering who they really were. They were wrestling with their identity. And Peter says, here's your true identity. Now, isn't this what all our trials and suffering do to us? This is what's happening right now with us. We, we, we ask, who am I? If I lose this job, who am I then? Uh, if I lose this person or relationship, or if it's strained, who am I? I'm not sure who I am anymore. If I fail or if I struggle in this way, I don't know who I am anymore. If I can't have this, or if I can't do this anymore, or if I can't be this, who am I? Or for many of us, it's more like this. It's something like if I struggle in new and scary ways, maybe in ways I've never experienced before, never have before, who am I? This passage says, here at the beginning of this letter, here is who you are by faith in Jesus. You are God's son. 
God's daughter, loved by the Father from all eternity. Just like Jesus himself, Peter uses this same description to describe Jesus, the Son of God, later on in chapter 1 in verse 21. The word foreknowledge, it doesn't just mean God knew things ahead of time, that he looked into the future to see things. That's true, but it's much more than that. Foreknowledge means God has given you an identity you can't earn. It was yours before you did anything. Foreknowledge means God has given you an identity you can't lose, so nothing can take it from you. Foreknowledge means God knew and loved you even before you were born, before you did anything or didn't do anything. God loved you. And as I think about this, this has everything to do with the question, who am I? And this has everything to do with how we might hold on to hope when we're struggling with a loss of our identity. Think about this. Isn't it true that the more you live, the more that you are able to look back at things your parents did, things that at the time you felt were so terrible, just so wrong, the worst. And now from your vantage point, you say, now I see they were doing it out of love. They didn't always get it right, but it was because they loved me that they did those things. Now, how much more from the vantage point of the eternal wisdom and purpose and plan of God in all that we are facing now, should we be able to say, based on our identity as loved by the Father, to say maybe a part of what God is doing right now in all of this is teaching me who I really am. God is teaching me in ways that are hard, that can feel like the worst, that I would never probably choose for myself. He's teaching me that I am not what I do. I'm not my performance. I am not how much I do. I am not my productivity. I am not how well I do or don't do things. I am not my perfectionism. None of these things define me. No, I am his beloved child in whom he is well pleased in Christ. Though hard, this can give us great hope. Because in order to discover our true identity, who we really are, our true selves, we first must lose our false identities. And friends, that always hurts. And that almost always happens through suffering and trial. You know, a lot of us are dealing with the question deep down, how could God love me right now? How could God love us? And let all this happen. Peter encourages us to flip that around and ask, How could God love me if he didn't do whatever it took to teach me that I am loved with his eternal love that I can never earn and I can never lose? Friends, hold on to that hope that you have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we confront this question of identity in new ways, in these days of trial and difficulty, 
I pray you would comfort us when it hurts, when we are confused, when the things that we are shedding, the things that are being stripped from us, when those things are being taken away, would you comfort us and meet us in these moments to remind us that our identity is found in our relationship with you. And I pray that you would give us great peace, give us the gift of faith, remembering that you love us with an eternal love in your son Jesus. Amen. Peace, friends. Thank you.